Hello everyone and welcome to the Project Lightwaves podcast where we talk only about Square Enix projects and Undertale. <laughs> My name is Joe and with me today is the awesome and first time co-host Chastity. How are you Chastity? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. That was super professional. Love to see it. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I tried. Thanks, thanks. How are you today? I am very good. Thanks. It's it's been a special month for both of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both aged one year since the yeah. last podcast. <laughs> how how does it feel to be? older and wiser and still stuck in Square Enix's prison. <laughs> um, I mean, it feels good. I mean, I feel like this year is my birthday. I mean, I had a good birthday. I went out for dinner and, you know, people got me stuff. So that was cool. Um, I mean, I feel like this year I was kind of faced with like the reality that, that mm-hmm. like adulting sucks sometimes. <laughs> So yeah. that's been like, so that's been like my birthday month of like just things that I don't want to happen has been happening. But you know, make the best of it. How about how about you? <laughs> um, well, uh, nothing special, really. It was mm-hmm. just me, my wife, and my my daughter. And uh, you know, mm-hmm. thanks to the latter, that's that's plenty. That's plenty enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. some some low key stuff, no no party or anything. You usually my mm-hmm. wife would would take me out to dinner or we'd have some mm-hmm. friends over, but you know, it's uh it's not that's not really possible now. Uh yeah. yeah. Come come to think of it, I I didn't have any official birthdays for the past three years or so now, so I'm I'm technically still 35. Haven't aged. <laughs> well, I it's funny because I think what was it like 2020? Like I know, yeah. like for me, yeah. that I think we went out that year for my birthday, and then like I think you know people knew about COVID, but I think like lockdowns and stuff hadn't really like. It was still pretty, yeah, yeah, low-key and uh, mostly happening in China at the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, well, act, like, yeah, and it's it's interesting, like, I think it, like, talk about, like, COVID at the start of this podcast, but, like, it's, it's, it's interesting because I actually knew somebody who, like, unfortunately, like, had someone, you know, pass, like, in the United States, like, pass around, like, January, February, February-ish, Yeah. So it's just kind of like uh, interesting how like all that worked in terms of like I I feel like pe- there were covid cases in like certain countries and like people being like affected by it way yeah. before like it became like news in the media and stuff like that. Um so I, I don't know, it's just it kind took, of like wild. It took to like think a about. year to ramp up, yeah. Mhm. Yeah, like it's, it's I don't know, it's just kind of like wild to think about in hindsight of like, oh, like we were all kind of like living our normal lives mm-hmm. without like fully realizing like oh this like huge pandemic was like basically coming upon us mm-hmm. um so, so yeah yeah so uh i'm sure everyone noticed we switched it up a little bit today mm-hmm. uh so <laughs> i you're it's, it's a pretty laid-back episode for you uh <laughs> I, i hope you enjoy it 
<laughs> I'm I'm excited. I I'm I'm usually pretty excited about any episode, but today you know it's pretty mm-hmm. special. Main host of mm-hmm. a podcast that's uh, that's going on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you're excited. Yeah. I hope everybody enjoys it. Um, it was kind of just a thing. Yeah, I was just like, why not have like an episode, maybe more. We'll see. Um, we'll see if uh, if I <laughs> if I do a good job, I, you you let if me you do another the one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. This this, this is gonna be a fun episode, and yeah. I, I get to be. Um, I remember like I think it was last year we're like. I like shared um, this like meme where it's like podcast hosts where it's like one it's like one like the main host who like talks a lot yeah. and like the other person's just going like mm-hmm, yeah well, mm-hmm. and I'm like I get to be funny. that person now I'm, even <laughs> if I'm the main host right now I'm I'm usually not that big of a talker so um, mm-hmm. maybe the the episode will end up being way shorter because. I'm not going to talk that much. We'll see. We'll see. I'll I'll we'll do my you. best to be more talkative than than usual. And you, if you know, if I uh, stutter or you know shut up too much, you can make up for it. We'll see. No, you're fine. I, I feel like you're we'll see. We'll really see. talkative. I don't. I don't feel like you're not talkative in other. I feel like you're. You always have a lot to say. So thanks. Yeah, well, yeah. thanks. That that makes me feel better. Thanks. <laughs> right. So let's do this then. And mm-hmm. let's start a little light uh, before getting into the meat of the news. Mm-hmm. A new near anime has been announced. Uh, now, I'm not sure how you feel about this, but personally, uh, even as a big, big Automata fan, I don't know what to think. I always, you know, felt these games are more like uh, an experience, you know, something mm-hmm. that has to be, well, experienced, you know, with a controller to be fully appreciated. So I'm, I'm not sure how this is gonna turn out for uh, that anime. I'm, I, I don't know if you're as big as a fan of the game as me, but yeah, what's, what's your opinion on this? Um, I think when it comes, I feel like you're probably the bigger fan out of the two of us. Not that like, yeah. I didn't dislike yeah. the game, but like, I don't, I'm not like crazy about it. As, that's like, my, other that's my are. recollection. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I do feel like, you know, I'm not surprised by it, but I, I do agree with you where like, I feel like a lot of it is like that whole, like, I guess just spoilers, I guess for the game a bit. Um, like th- there's like the whole route system, and it's like you get the credits, and then you realize, oh, yeah, there's more. It's to the very game. interactive. Can... It's something yeah. that, that's not easily replicable in an anime format, in my opinion. Yeah, and I feel like those are the things. Like people praise the story, but I feel like people praise it because of like what you said, like the interactive part, like how all that weaves together. Right. I mean, I, I think it'll. I, I, I'm more curious to see like what the animation style is. Um, that's what I'm curious yeah, we about. Haven't, we haven't seen much, right? Um, yeah, because I, I, I feel like Square Enix has kind of been like on this whole like, 
here's an anime for this IP and here's an anime for that sure. one. But like they they always announce it. They just announce it. We we don't like see like well who's the staff behind this? Like what is it gonna look like? Like with the Tomb Raider anime, mm. I think they've announced some voice actors, but like when they announced it, they used a picture from like the first reboot game. Like we, mm. we still don't know what that anime is gonna look like. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm curious about. And uh, I don't think it was an anime for Final Fantasy IX, but they, yeah. I think yeah. they did tell us about which company what was going to mm-hmm. work on it. Um, yeah, and I think um, I think because of that, that's when people kind of like understood, like, oh, this is like a children's show, which I, I feel like shouldn't be surprising, yeah. like. Like, cause I feel like a lot of people got hung up on that, and then they ignore that they were either children or like young teens, and they played nine. But anyway, uh, but yeah, like the people who are making like the nine cartoon show, they have a history of like doing like children's shows only. Yeah, and just you know the fact that uh, another anime that was uh, rumored was now has now been officially confirmed uh what do you think about other uh possible you know uh we've heard that uh the final fantasy 7 remake uh, could possibly mm-hmm. also get one right yeah i guess just a quick question because I, I i'm not really into like near news as much so so yeah. was this rumored before it was announced or was it just not, a thing fans wanted it's I think not for a long time, but uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago, there there was mm. uh, something that leaked from a website. I'm not really sure. Maybe just a domain that was registered, something like that. Not not mm, okay. really that a rumor, sense. per se. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Cause yeah, like um, I know with Final Fantasy VII remake, there was like some rumors about it getting like a next. Anime, and there were like some other wild rumors about like part two being this year. And I, I think that's why everybody kind of just threw out all the rumors because it's like there's no way part two. A lot of people felt like that wasn't realistic, but yeah. it does kind of make me, even if part two doesn't come out this year, it does make me like kind of think about the anime rumors again because it's like, well, Square Enix already has multiple ties with yes. Netflix already. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's something that I could see them doing, especially for a franchise, because Seven is its own franchise now, uh, Mm -hmm. that to, you know, to go with uh, the game, be it for this year or or the next, it's totally something that I could see happening. And um, I guess just as a quick, like, add-on to what you just said about seven kind of it, it basically is like its own mini franchise and within itself was that i think when for the anniversary i think namora did say like there are like multiple things that they have in the works so yeah. it kind of feels like this is like it's the true. second milking of final fantasy seven <laughs> kind of they like back stopped. when Avent- it never really <laughs> It never stopped, but I feel like the last time it was this big was probably back when like Advent Children, Advent Children and then right. they started, 
Yeah, and then like the tenth anniversary, and then we got like Crisis Core. Like I feel like this is a repeat of that, and I know Crisis Core. I don't I don't know if it's canon or whatever anymore, but there was like a like a mini anime that was like the Nibelheim uh, incident. Uh, um, what was its name? It's I think it's Last Order yes. or something. Yeah. Yeah, and and so I wouldn't be surprised if we. We get, we're gonna get some type of anime. Maybe it's not like a anime version of the remake itself. Maybe it is like instead of remaking Crisis Core as a game, maybe they'll retell the story in the anime. I don't know, but yeah. I, I would be surprised if that's yeah, like, like you in said. The Nomura straight up said uh, when talking about uh, what what was the the name of the game again? The the mobile games. Yeah, the mobile game. That's also um, it's uh, Ever Crisis. Yeah, when talking about these spin-off games, that he implied that what's in the works is of the same magnitude. Uh, so yeah, and and he talked quick... about multiple projects too, not just one. So I guess just a quick question, like what are like what is your personal feelings on that because you, you know me i i like seven like i do consider it like my uh -huh. top five like final fantasy games yeah but i've like always me. felt yeah <laughs> yeah like I, i've always had mixed feelings about how like it like i understand like it's the best-selling one so and like probably like the most critically acclaimed one yeah um so it's so i get it but i also kind of feel like i wish other games got attention too so like how do you feel about I, I, them doing all this stuff i'm i'd eat everything up even though i <laughs> i think they're they're overdoing it most of the time and unfortunately mm -hmm. i i don't play um battle royale royale games so that that mm -hmm. other games i'm not touching and it's uh, yeah. on mobile only i'm interested in trying out uh, ever crisis though it's if it ever if it ever you know make it to consoles or if i can find a way to play it on my pc i so, think the only yeah. thing about ever crisis is like i feel like it's going to take forever to get to the actual parts yeah. i want to play because yeah. it's going in like timeline order yeah um, i think they so. they even in the timeline they're going to start with that battle royale game yeah, in yeah. ever crisis which is like come on <laughs> yeah what yeah it's like i really only care about like og7 and then i i actually am really excited for like the avent children part because like yeah can you imagine like playing like tifa fighting yeah. Oz? that'd be great but anyway. that's like so far away if you we yeah. have to be to wait just for uh, the main game to to come out and advent children mm -hmm. is even further out than like them and so like we're, we're playing this in 2030 for sure after yeah. the remake is fully <laughs> out that's yeah like because avid children would be the second to last because i think the very last would be dirge of Cerberus. so yeah it's, it's yeah. gonna be a long wait so maybe i think uh that this has something to do with the fact that the models from when when you're in combat in ever crisis they mm -hmm. will use the models uh, from the remake so maybe they they are kind of waiting for uh, all the models to be 
scene mm-hmm. in the remake first before having them appear in Ever Crisis, which I would make sense, but it's like so far out. I mean, I guess that what would that basically confirm we're gonna get like that Genesis secret boss battle <laughs> in the remake then? Because he has he has to have a model, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You sound so, so disappointed. Why? Why? <laughs> Why do this? I, I'm so excited for it. Like I don't, I don't know excited how is a word for it. That's for sure. <laughs> excited. I feel like liking Genesis started off as like a meme for me because everybody hated him, and now it's become legit. Like I, I'm like I'm so excited for him. To well, be. at least you <laughs> like him. That's that's a positive. <laughs> It's going to be so stupid that I can't wait. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happened with uh, mm-hmm. a pot- potential remake. But let's talk about something that's not a rumor anymore. Mm-hmm. And that used to be, thanks to a certain leak, uh, <laughs> a Nintendo Direct happened. And there has been lots of new announcements. And mm-hmm. it seems that the trend of Square going back into the past and re-releasing older IPs is not about to stop after <laughs> Pixel Remasters and other... Uh, IPs being revived Uh, that's in in theory it's something everybody can be happy about I think uh, if Mm -hmm. done correctly Uh, emphasis on on that part Uh, (laughs) so uh, we have the Chrono Cross remaster that's been announced Uh, Live Alive remake I hope I'm pronouncing this right Live Alive yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. And Front Mission remake. It's important I think to uh call uh call them like I did because it seems that Square Enix is uh working on these titles depending on how they're named. So the Chrono Cross remaster is just, you know, uh what it is it's just an upscaled mm-hmm. version of the original game while uh, live alive is a complete remake done in mm-hmm. the the beloved uh <laughs> graphical engine that is the <laughs> hd 2d copyrighted by square enix and the front mission one remake and uh, the the second one was also was confirmed is uh, also branded as a remake and will be remade by uh, a company that we talked about, I think, a couple months ago, uh, Forever Entertainment, Mm -hmm. uh, when they announced that they entered a partnership with Square Enix to work on a certain franchise. Well, it turns out that franchise is Front Mission. So let's start with Chrono Cross. And uh, uh, here uh, I'm going to list uh, the everything that's coming with mm-hmm. the remaster because 
uh, it seems it got quite a lot compared to uh, let's say the pixel remastered uh, uh, let's see here the 3d models have been converted to HD brand new artwork and character redesigned by uh, Yuki refined background music by Yasunori Mitsuda switch enemy encounters on or off background filter feature battle enhancement features uh, auto battle function French, Italian, German and Spanish localization added we'll be able to switch between imitation pixel pixel font and hd font uh and i think this is the 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 most important part and one that's uh pretty notable it's the inclusion of radical dreamers never before released in the west uh and of course player can also choose uh, to play with the original or updated graphic that's that's way more than what the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster got what do you think? Um, I think also you might can correct me if I'm wrong but I think I don't know if it's like Radical Dreamers or if it's Chrono Cross but I believe like I think someone on the team like tweeted about like I think a new song, like an actual like vocal theme or something. I heard, yeah. I think true. Yeah, yeah. I think that's also being. It's added not listed well. here. I'm I'm checking yeah. the reset era, uh, main thread. Maybe yeah. I I heard someone say something about this. It's not mentioned mentioned here. You're right. Yeah, like I I don't think it was something they like threw out as like a promotional thing, but I, I just thought that was like very unique. Like we've never gotten like an actual new song made for like one of these remasters yeah so um i just wanted to like throw that out there it's true as well but to answer the question um i think this is great like i i mean um as a final fantasy fan like obviously i'm biased and i kind of find it baffling that like yep why was not this work never put into like uh-huh. You know the ps1 and like even the pixel remasters like yeah. update because like even with the pixel remasters those aren't consistent with each other because they they put more work into like the six re um pixel remaster that's why it didn't it took so long to come out or like some of it is kind of like mm-hmm. it's not the full 2d hd thing but like they clearly like did some stuff to make it like better yeah. and so so it's like those set of remasters aren't even consistent with each other. So I don't know. I, I find that baffling. But just looking at Chrono Cross itself, I mean, this is great. I feel like Chrono Cross is kind of treated. If you've been on the Internet and you've seen any type of Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross discussion, you know, like those fans <laughs> tend to get really heated. Um, so, it's, <laughs> so it's nice, like Chrono Cross fans, like they finally got something um, and they get to they have like a really good port of a game that they love. I pre-ordered it. I've never played it before, but mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to playing it for the first time. So yeah, so yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm excited about it. I've seen some uh, negative negative feedback, and I'm li- I'm like, what? Like you you got every feature that should be added to a remaster like this. So even if people are you know not liking the new HD mm-hmm. backgrounds, just switch to the old backgrounds you got everything you have the choice the options 
I I think it's uh, it's pretty nitpicky if you want to find something that's not uh, good about this uh, remaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think that's like like what you just said. That like you you have options, and I think that's like the biggest thing. Because like I, I have seen some of what you just said of like like I, I remember. And to me, this is a complaint that I didn't disagree with, was that, like, I think for Kid, like, they were showing, like, her model, like, the old one and the new one, and it did look weird. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, again, you have the option to switch yeah. to the original. So so it's not even like, you know, like, with the Final Fantasy VIII remaster, like, I don't I don't like Renoa's face. Like, it's it looks like they took, like, her Dissidia model as, like, yeah. the basis of her face instead of like her actual cg model and it looks weird and it's like i don't have a, the option to like to say like man i'll just use the old models like so i so i feel like at least like they have that and um i mean i i think with like the hd um backgrounds and stuff for what i've seen they look pretty good to me i'm sure like it's they, probably not as good different. as you did like the- they, they look like mm-hmm. sort of like the paintings mm. but it is but is it as like blurry and, and bad as like the eight and final fantasy nine hd ports mm, it's different uh i mm. can i can definitely see why people would be uh annoyed you know, annoyed yeah mm. uh, with with these but i mean it they look fine um mm-hmm. It's yeah, a choice. It's, I, uh, uh, it's a choice. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, like, I, I don't know what it is. Like, do you feel like you have any, like, theory as to why, like, Square Enix doesn't do, like, if modders can do, like, the whole, like, AI thing to make, like, the backgrounds cleaner and look like HD? Do you have any, like, well, idea of why Square Enix no. might want to do that? I who, <laughs> really who knows what why Square does the yeah. things they do because <laughs> I for the Saga remaster they did use AI upscaling so they clearly mm. you know know about this this uh, this type of remastering so I'm I'm not sure so I think maybe they just see what works with uh, depending on what projects they're working on and then decide or maybe this was a remaster that was uh, that they started working on a long time ago who knows I really can't say uh, but again, like I, th- I think that's uh, that's better than what the Pixel remasters got, uh, and a lot more work was put into it than other uh, Pixel remasters. Uh, even though, like you said, Final Fantasy VI got more, you know, work. Like we recently, uh, they've recently showed. Uh, now that, that's not not everybody like that, but they. Uh, kind of revamp the whole opera scene. Oh, <laughs> not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I don't. I don't think the like to me how they revamped it isn't the issue. I think it's more of like the vocals, because yeah. like if you compare it to other languages. The Japanese and English ones are the weakest links, specifically the English. 
-hmm. And apparently um, they said um, the excuse as to why that is is because Solis isn't supposed to be a good singer. So they actually chose, they didn't go like an actual opera singer, but I feel like that doesn't really jive with what's happening. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like that doesn't jive what's happening in the plot because like the whole scheme is to like have her pretend to be Maria and she's supposed to success, you know, successfully full sets her, which she does. Like he thinks that's Maria because of her voice and how she looks and he kidnaps her. And it's like, well, that doesn't work if she's supposed to like be like not as good. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it, it was a choice, but you know. We'll see. Um, I mean, uh, some people didn't mind it, so I guess mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how. Yeah. I'm not that the biggest six fan, so I. We'll see how the the, the real fans react. Uh, but mm-hmm. go, circling back to the Chrono Cross mm-hmm. remaster, uh, it's also releasing on April 7th on mm-hmm. not just the Switch. It's releasing on pretty much everything. It's, everything. Uh, yeah, even though it was announced at the Nintendo Direct. Uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. pretty soon. It's uh, not that far out. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll we'll talk about it la- later. But that the the release date is completely different from when it leaked. So uh, we'll mm-hmm. we'll have to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> another uh, game that was also announced and uh, w- is releasing on Switch only is. Uh, the Live Alive remake. <laughs> uh, that sounds like the name of like a K-pop group. I'm sorry. <laughs> like every time I see it, I'm I, like, this sounds like a K-pop group. I mean, even by Square <laughs> Enix standards, uh, it's a, it's a weird name. But I guess yeah. it's an it's an tongue old, twister. Yeah, it's uh, it released in. 1997 1994 so i guess it was squaresoft at the time so it's a a different story was this a game that never came to the u.s or was that yes yes it never released in the west it's uh i i actually didn't know much about it so i kind of you know uh, trying to inform myself before this podcast mm-hmm. it's it has a pretty interesting premise uh, the fact mm-hmm. that it uh, the, it ha- it happens in multiple timelines it has like seven different stories with seven different uh, uh, art and gameplay styles mm-hmm. it's pretty it seems pretty interesting so maybe mm-hmm. you can give it a try even if it's in HD 2D <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you say that like I hate. <laughs> I'm actually it's not a, one of those it's people. It's inside jokes. It's nothing. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I really. My problem, I, I guess, is we just talked about like Chrono Cross. For people who don't know, I want Chrono Trigger to be remade, but I don't want it to be like an Octopath. I don't yeah. want it in like a HD two two D remake so that's the joke okay like I, I don't i want like a big remake like yeah that looks like dragon quest 11 but anyway <laughs> just so people could so could get it but um no like i um 
I mean, I guess one thing we didn't really say is that this was like a very big like like screening kind of just like came out like shooting at the gate for like this Nintendo Direct. Like they had like a ton of announcements. And they yeah. also had announcements in the Japanese there, Direct. Yeah, that there's one that we're not going to talk about because I yeah. know nothing about it. So neither. <laughs> um and, <laughs> and uh, but they did have some announcements um in the Japanese one um, as well. So they they have a lot in the pipeline, basically. And I know that's something I've been kind of like, not complaining, but like concerned about, like there doesn't seem to be like in between, like I guess double A games Square Enix are making. And yeah. it seems like they're kind of like trying to fill that void more. But anyway, as far as um, Live Alive, I mean, from what I've heard of it, it sounds like the game that Octopath Traveler fans wanted Octopath Traveler to be in this terms is of like yes yeah it's, like it's I've yeah, heard like, people say it's Octopath Traveler done right yeah like people are saying like oh you want like the characters to actually interact and like the stories well I, I don't know if it intertwines but at least they have presence in each other's stories like this is the game to get so yeah. i definitely would say like if you like the hd 2d style which to me i know people have complaints about it to me actually i actually think it's beautiful um yeah i just only want it for certain games yeah. <laughs> but um like this is so, like, a good game to apply yes this art style mm -hmm. to i agree yeah exactly um so and do we what do you know about the gameplay? Because that's one thing I'll say. I don't. I don't really know much about the gameplay. Like, like is it so like turn-based? From what I understand, it ver varies uh, depending on the storyline. The storyline and the, the timeline. Yeah, I think I've. I'm not sure here. I'm again. I didn't get that much into you know what it's about. Uh, there's a timeline where the it's straight up. Uh, action combat so mm. i i'm not sure how they even did it at the time but yeah that that's why i'm pretty intrigued to you know see more and maybe even play it who knows mm, interesting interesting and do, do we know the release date yes it releases uh july 22nd this summer it sounds good and the timelines are prehistory the wild west imperial china uh, edo japan mm -hmm. the near future and the distant future that's pretty mm -hmm. you know wild uh okay that's interesting wild differences there <laughs> yeah really yeah for sure like do we so is it like are the characters time traveling do we know like not sure like not sure okay. uh but you know regarding your question uh, earlier further unlockable chapters tie these stories together like unlike mm -hmm. you know octopath traveler and there's mm -hmm. a term battle system uh uniting all of them adapted to the combat st combat style of each era mm -hmm. so yeah it's oh. apparently it's still turn-based but it will vary depending on the timeline. That's interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. Well, yeah, I'm definitely, I want to give it a go, especially because I feel like in recent months, I haven't been using 
my switch as much just due to like Same. life things yeah. but <laughs> but um yeah but with chrono trigger because I, I actually want to get like a switch oled because i i use my switch like exclusively in handheld mode mm-hmm. and they say like it's highly recommended to get for people like if, if you play that way like it's highly recommended so yeah i think i want to get that so like i feel like these these next lineup of games Granite has with yeah. like that that, like really that, good that OLED screen looks good for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And finally, um, the last game, well, the third game that was announced, mm-hmm. I don't know much about, mm, not even the original, uh, Front mm-hmm. Mission Remastered by Forever Entertainment has been announced and uh, the second front mission has also been confirmed to be in the works. It Mm -hmm. will release this year and for now it has only been announced on Switch. Mm -hmm. Do you have any thought, ever played any front mission? No, like I actually, if I've heard of it before, I probably didn't hear a lot. So for this, this is, I think this was kind of one of those announcements that kind of went over my head immediately, but I did see I like, um, these, these games never came to the West either. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, that was, I remember like, I cause for me, like I'm not into like direct. So I was actually watching oh. like a stream of like some people reacting to the d- direct just to get like, you know, make it more entertaining and. I know I saw the people I was watching. I think it was like Good Vibes Gaming. Like they got like super excited about yeah. this, or at least some of them did. So like uh, I don't know if like apparently uh, originally Front Mission released in '95 in Japan on the mm-hmm. Super Nintendo, and but it never okay. came to the West until 2007 on the DS. So yeah. okay, uh, the. I think it's the the second or or third uh, front mission that never was tr- even translated. I I'm, I don't mm-hmm. remember. I think I've heard people talk about it, but apparently the first okay. one did eventually come to the West. Happy for for the fans, you know, especially ap- after. Uh, God, what what's the name of that f- game in the Front Mission universe? Left Alive uh, mm-hmm. did pretty bad and <laughs> was pretty appalling as a whole. Mm-hmm. And at least they'll have you know something to fall back on after this. So the, yeah, it's I guess just a quick question: Is Front Mission is that? A Squaresoft game or an Enix game? Do you know? Pretty sure it's a Squaresoft game. Okay, because I feel like since we're kind of nearing the end of like this topic, I, I, I'm curious if we're going to start seeing them kind of like revisit or make ports of Enix games, like old, like because I feel mm-hmm. like what we're kind of seeing is like games that like they've kind of ignored or haven't really touched in like decades and they're like here are these like random remakes and ports and Do I'm you like know well, any uh enix game other than dragon quest because i'm blanking 
out Buster hard. Oh. The Buster Groove. Oh, series. really? It's, a, it's an Enix. Yeah, that would be Enix. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, because I know for me, like, I grew up, like, me and my brother, we played those. Same. So, like, yes. for me. It was um, great. Yeah. And, um. Forgot and, like, it was I, an I Enix you, game, though. It is, yeah. Yeah. Like, if, because, uh, like, yeah, like, if you go on, like, I think Square Enix is, like, Japanese website and you. I think there's like a certain page where you see like all the IPs and stuff yeah. they own, like it's I, under yeah. there. Yeah, I. And it's it's difficult to remember everything. They have so many yeah. IPs now. Yeah, yeah, because well, I know for me, I just checked it because I wasn't sure if like maybe they had sold it. Like I wasn't sure, but like they still have it. Um, yeah. And so for me, like <clears throat> I would really like to see remasters or like some type of port of those games, just because one like like i own the copies of the first and second game mm -hmm. but like i don't know like i i think it's something about the way rhythm games in like the 90s the ps1 era i don't know if it's the way they're coded but it seems like over time like if you try to play them like on like a ps2 or like a ps3 or something like something happens with like the emulation of playing those games on mm. other like other consoles where like the timing of it is off so like with buster crew it's like on a four count you press the buttons you press the last button I, on the fourth count makes sense it's it's designed it's designed for a different console and input is input lag is i think different depending on what uh the display was targeted at the time so that's why well the uh, thing is yeah. i don't know if this is input lag like i don't know what you would call it because what it is uh -huh. is that like the actual like counter for the game changes so like okay it's telling you to like input it on the third count even though it's not made to be inputted on the third count like like it's it's, it's hard it's like one of those things you have to experience and i i know like at first, I, I thought like maybe it's just like emulators, and then I actually yeah, bought the games. Could be. And I played it on on PS2, and then I had that same problem. And then I talked to other people who had the, the same exact problem. And then um, the one game with the rapping dog, like Parappa, the yeah. rapper, apparently that game has like the same issues. So I don't know what it is, <laughs> but um, okay. so it'd be nice if like. Because I, I think at this point, there's, like, unless you still have, like, a PlayStation 1, I don't know how you would, like, play these games the correct way anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so, I don't know. It would just be nice, like, if, if we started getting some stuff from the Enix side, but yeah. we'll see. Like, I mean, maybe if you were to tell to ask for this last year i'd probably tell you there's no chance but <laughs> now we are we're seeing like a resurgence in older square enix titles so that's it's totally possible and myself i'm hoping one day please to get my bushido blade remaster or <laughs> remake because i really like that game on playstation yeah, like I, it definitely seems like in between like these big releases like Kingdom Hearts or 4 or whatever is coming next and Final Fantasy 16 and all that, I think we're going to continue seeing these like ports. Like I, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if like in the next year or two, 
we finally get like a Parasite Eve remaster or something that yes, people have been asking for. I think it's know? also been trademarked, right? Yeah, it has. Mm-hmm. And, a year or two ago. and other other remasters and remake are also definitely coming based on uh, the leak we'll talk <laughs> about in a bit. Nice uh, segue. <laughs> yeah. But no, I still, you know, uh, we didn't really talk about Front Mission that much. Uh, I mean, honestly, I don't know what this <laughs> Yeah. The only thing I really know is that uh, Forever Entertainment is the same a company that did uh, uh, Panzer Dragoon uh, remake mm-hmm. remakes because mm-hmm. they announced uh, another one. They weren't, you know, mm-hmm. p- particularly well received, but I guess that's mm-hmm. uh, that's all right. Like I hope fans of this franchise will be happy with that after mm-hmm. Left Alive. So, I mean, uh, that we, also means. If, yeah. if you're a fan of another franchise, yes. you don't have to worry about them working on the game you like. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so your franchise is That's a good logic safe. right there. That <laughs> makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, with all these new announcements lining up with the NVIDIA leak we talked about mm-hmm. a few months ago, I thought it would be a good idea to kind of take another look at it and see what other games we can look forward to now mm-hmm. of course the first we will not spend that much time because i think we we talked about them pretty extensively mm-hmm. uh, last time but still it's it's it makes sense to you know go over them again uh part of the leak that has already been announced was chrono cross remaster uh, the earliest tweet date at the time was uh, the 1st of December of 2021. So I think if we've mm-hmm. learned one thing from the recent announcements <laughs> is that these earliest tweet dates are complete bullshit. <laughs> because it's either either too early, like the Chrono Cross remaster, or too late, like Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, which already released even if it's just on you know the epic game store um more interestingly though is was uh, the fact that final fantasy 9 remake was mm-hmm. on that list mm-hmm. and here is where it gets complicated for the beloved <laughs> hd 2d art style because i don't think you'd be completely on board with a remake that uses this art style right no i don't think it wouldn't make sense in my opinion because like all the all the really? remakes of, well i mean because that would be a D. it makes sense like, but it, I, my question is would you be excited about no. something yeah that's <laughs> well i mean i i guess for me because to me that's not like like when you're changing the style like when it's gone from like ps1 to like kind of like the sprite base yeah those are usually called demakes so to mm-hmm. me it wouldn't be a remake anymore yeah. um so, so that that's just my opinion on that like 
Like, are, are people thinking the Final Fantasy IX remake is going to be like an HD 2D thing? Mm, I, I'm, I, I'm just saying that, you know. Uh, oh, you're just hypothetically. Oh, yes, no, because no. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at everything that Square Enix has been calling remakes lately. Mm-hmm. And the Live Alive uh, game is a remake. But Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VII Remake is also called Remake, but I doubt we'll get anything on that, you know, scale. I mean, my personal take is that the Final Fantasy IX Remake is probably going to look like Chocobo GP. Like, that's probably what it's going to look like. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, because, like, like my even before like Chocobo GP, like I always figured like it's it's either gonna be look like that or like Red of Final Fantasy, like mm. not like right. chibis, but like it would be in that engine or whatever. Right. Um, but what about and, what you want? I mean, <laughs> I I don't think like there was never we're not gonna get two big final full scale Final nope. Fantasies nah. at the same time. Nah. So I mean. Would I like something bigger? Yeah, but like it's not gonna happen before seven is done. And even with me, nine isn't the first remake I want after seven is done. So to me, it's kind of like, it's a double-edged sword. Like I would like something bigger, but I would rather have a six or an eight remake, like a big one done after seven. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if nine already has a smaller remake already, like already done and out the way then that just leaves like like i feel like the next the obvious two choices are six and eight in my opinion in terms of like remakes so mm-hmm. i kind of feel like if one if nine's already out the way then that just leaves more room for it to be one of those two games so okay okay what about you <laughs> i i really don't care. You don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'd be okay with anything, really. I mean, because I mean, well, how how would you feel about like it looking like Chocobo GP? Not it doesn't have to be like the same like modeling or whatever, but like to me, that's I, I just see it just because of like the kit like like Steiner and Vivi being in those games. I'm kind of just like. Like then Steiner what, of all characters. What like, would happen? That seems suspicious. Uh, to the you know pre-rendered backgrounds, would they stay the same? Would they have to be? Uh, I I don't well, think. I would imagine upscale them and make. Well, I was more. thinking this would be like a ground-up remake. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. Yeah, like so it, it would just. It's it's yeah like like so I think. With, 3D elements, I think, like uh, you said, World of Five Fantasy had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I think, like just make it. They would just, just like the art design would probably just be scaled to look more like invoke more of the feeling of Nine. But like I feel like, despite like I mean, Nine deals with like some heavy dark stuff, like subject wise, but like yeah. its actual art style leans towards like you know more cheery happy kind of like i wouldn't say children's cartoon but yeah like it's kind of more of like that mm-hmm. so I, I don't know I, I think no matter what they do people are going to be just disapp- 
like there's gonna be one camp that loves it, one camp that's disappointed. It's not what they wanted, especially with um. I'm sure you've seen like the videos of like there's like some art, some animators who are kind of just like having fun and like re- they're re- recreating like scenes in Final From Fantasy Nine on like yeah yeah like on YouTube. I'm not sure if it's a full game that's been made by a fan. Like it's, it's actually not supposed to be a game at all. Like I think they're just making like scenes for like they're just animating it. There's that the. the person that's working on this even hired a composer and that's working yeah, on yeah. music and everything yeah yeah and it looks they keep good saying yeah it looks good and they keep they they made a point to be like hey this isn't meant to be like an imagining as in terms of like a remake or anything but so no much and the comments yeah, but people in the comments keep being like, "Yeah, this is this is how Square Enix should do a remake yeah, and all Square this stuff." So. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, so, so I feel like I feel like you're gonna get those like like if this is real and we get like a nine remake, Lazy and they show people. it off, and I, I think that's what it's gonna be. And I I do think if sixteen has its own event, which I think it's gonna have its own event. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't. Like I, they'll probably show it at E3, but I think like I think when we first see 16 again, it'll be like its own thing, and then I think whatever Square Enix has around summertime, like E3 season, I think that will probably be when we see this nine remake. Okay. If we see it like this year, because so. there there a date is mentioned in this leak, mm-hmm. in the leak as well. But like we said, I don't think it's uh relevant at all and just like mm-hmm. every other date mm-hmm. okay so uh a couple of other games we could talk about uh are the final fantasy tactics remaster and the tactics ogre remaster both branded as remasters so i think there it's fair to say that we should expect something on the scale of uh, the Chrono Cross remaster, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Again, based I mean, only on the name, the the name convention that Square Enix is using here. Doesn't like tactics kind of have like, it has like a more unique style, right? Compared to like a lot of other games that came out around that era. Yeah, like that uh, top cam, top down view camera. Yeah. Uh, with uh, uh, certain three D elements that mm-hmm. uh, would make it actually the perfect game for an HD two D style game. Yeah, because I. Yeah, like, and that's what I was thinking. Like, I, I don't think they would do it, but it would be interesting. Like, but they, like, what how they could play around with that. But yeah, I, I do think like this is probably more like Chrono Trigger territory. Although I am surprised that other game um, isn't on here. What is it? Like Tact- Vagrant Story or something like Tactics that? Tactics Ogre. Um, it's the same world as Vagrant Story. But is it the same game though? No. Vagrant Story okay, is yeah. uh, more like an action game. 
Tactics okay. Ogre is like, like just like I think Final Fantasy Tactics is the same style. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was surprised. But you know, Vagrant it's the same story. world, evilly. It's yeah, yeah. evilly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was surprised. Um, I was surprised Vagrant Story isn't on here because I know yeah. like before this, like a well, I think they might have just been. They might have just announced it for pre-order, but I know at least like around last year they put out like some vagrant stories, like the play art. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was True. play arts Kai. Yeah. I think it was like the Brig Arts. Um, they put out some figures and then Tactics. I yeah. think some characters just had figures released this yeah. year. So I, I'm just kind of surprised that isn't on there. But yeah, I mean, I do think this is like Chrono Cross, and I, I think it'll get like the. Which I think I these think, will be better remasters. Yeah, I, which I Go think ahead. is is would please even the fans. I don't think the mm -hmm. graphics are what's really the uh, important. What what people are looking forward to in these types of games. So uh, mm -hmm. I personally would be happy with any type of remaster. I've never played either of them, and I was kind of looking forward to playing Tactics. Uh, and maybe Ogre Tactics Ogre too. Well, you should be excited because is it 16 going to be revealed to be like Evilies the whole time by the end of the game? So this will just be preparing yourself, right? What? Did, did I ever hurt you in any way? <laughs> did I? <laughs> have I ever done anything wrong to you? <laughs> Why bring that evil to this episode where... I'm the main host, and I can tell you, please, not to bring that subject <laughs> again. <laughs> wow. But I, I feel, I mean, I do feel like, I, I think I'm more interested, I think that's why I said I was surprised Vagrant Story isn't on here, because I, I think I would at least be interested in playing Vagrant Story, because 16's director worked on it, if I remember, remember true. correctly. True, So, Takai. um... And I mean, whether regardless of how <laughs> we feel about Ivelisse and yeah. you know that work, um, the and here comes a lot another of the, downvote. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the creators involved in sixteen definitely take either directly worked on those games or yeah. directly take influence from them. So it would be nice to kind of like go back and like experience those games because I my only knowledge of Evilies is through twelve, which funny enough, a lot Just, of the most hardcore yeah. like Evilies fans I wouldn't say they don't like twelve, but a lot of Tactics fans, they prefer Evilies and Tactics. So it'll be interesting to like experience like if a remaster does come out and it comes out this year, I think especially it, before it all comes down to the story because um I mean we both can agree that and a lot of 12 or Ivalice fans can agree as well that uh, the storytelling in 12 is not the the best. You know, it's not that great. You'd be, you'd be surprised. Like, I have met some 12 fans who, like, go to bat. They're like, no, the story and writing is absolutely fine. I mean, fine. We, we all know. Yeah, I know what crazy people you're talking about. <laughs> There's crazy people everywhere. But <laughs> my point. But yes, I, I, I think, I think, yeah. yeah like besides hardcore, I, I think, I, I, mean, I, I feel like there's hardcore um, P 
people on both sides. Like, yeah. I, I've met people who have never played 12 who told me it sucked. I'm like you've never even played this game. Yes. <laughs> um, I, my point was that like I uh, even if these people don't agree about 12 storytelling, I think it's pretty universally praised. Uh, I'm, I'm tactics, Final Fantasy tactics. Yeah, tactics. Uh, of course, it's yes. pretty universally praised for its. A lot of people consider it the best Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that has that's what kind of intrigues me. It's like another uh, type of the same story as you know, fourteen, where uh, it's, it's the same. You know, everyone mainly praises the story there. So I'm kind of interested to try it out and see Do what it's about. Do you think it will have? Because if I remember correctly, the thing about tactics is, is that they're like kind of similar to Chrono Trigger, like more than one English translation. Like I think there's one that's like with tactics. The localization, like yes, has always been yeah. praised. Uh, I forgot the name of the, the lead uh, localizer, mm -hmm. but he's, uh, he's pretty famous. Yeah. Uh, Isn't it like, is it, is it the same one that was like on 10 and 12, like Alexander or something? Or yes. Else? Yes. Yeah. That's I think, cool. yeah, then we're talking about you. I know you're talking about that, yeah. Um, yeah, because if I remember correctly, I think tactics, I think there's two different trans, like English localizations. Um, I could be wrong, but I know like Chrono Trigger is similar where like, I think like the original English translation, and then I think there's like a PS1 like English translation. And I think there's like differences If oh. I remember correctly, like like I know like I I played like the version of Chrono Trigger on the Nintendo DS, and I think that one, okay, it might be the original translation. Not... I, I think it's different than like the PS one. But anyway, the point is, I I just know there's like different translations, and so when games get ported and stuff like that, it's interesting to like see like yeah. which version gets ported over with it. But I don't know, just random thoughts. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, I really don't have uh, much, anything else to say about these games. <laughs> uh, uh, the I'm not. I'm also not going to extensively talk about the rest of the game on that leak. Uh, we've talked mm -hmm. about them, and and really at the time, <laughs> at the time, the most notable thing. Uh, about them was the the release date uh, that was mentioned on that list, which turned out to be um, not really that accurate. So we don't really need mm -hmm. to go over it. Uh, But at yes. least we know that the games themselves seems to be pointing to the direction of being real, even if the dates aren't. Definitely. So that's good yes. news. At least. Uh, so, but I mean. Uh, the rest of the games were, you know, Final Fantasy 16, which uh, we already mm -hmm. know existed. Kingdom Hearts 4, which, of course, there's uh, mm -hmm. another Kingdom Hearts in the works. Dragon Quest mm -hmm. 12, which has already been announced. So, well, yeah, I, I definitely feel like that one's probably. Yeah, it, it exists, but I don't think the date is definitely not. But great. what was funny about this one is that. Uh, it had kind of like 
the same, not the same. Well, that they have, it has a close earliest year date, uh, like mm -hmm. Kingdom Hearts 4, which has not been announced yet. They are both, yeah. both uh, you know, said to be releasing at the earliest in 2023, uh, mm -hmm. which is funny because one of them has been announced and the other not yet. So, yeah. Uh, next, I'm sorry. What? No, I was just saying it'd be interesting to like see like what happens down the line. Yeah. How was it? <laughs> I mean, will sooner rather than later when it comes to Kingdom Hearts, since we we didn't plan on talking talking about it, but uh, an event has been you know set for uh, the twentieth anniversary. Oh, it is? I, I totally missed that. Yeah, it's in April. Uh, so okay. uh, they're going to announce something there for sure. And everyone yeah, is yeah. expecting it's, it's it. time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll we'll talk about it after it happens, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, next, we can talk a little bit about something... Not everyone is going to be, uh, you know, into. Uh, I know I am from time to time, not really, uh, you know, for long periods of time. But I'd, I like to analyze uh, Square Enix's financial quarter report uh, just to, you know, check how it's uh, doing health-wise and how the games uh, that recently released uh, have been doing and it turns out that this quarter Square Enix's sales were pretty strong mm -hmm. um, now um, despite what I, I'll go over it later I'll read what, what has been said about uh, the report first uh, the developer and publisher reported a 4% increase in sales and a 17.1% increase in operating operating income uh, in its latest financial report. It's important that that second one is important. That That's the one that kind of, you know, dipped a lot after Avengers released uh, because of the extended marketing campaign. Uh, the substantial increase has led to Square Enix increasing its profit forecast, which doesn't really happen a lot, for the rest of the financial year. Games like Near Replicant and Guardians of the Galaxy were named as successful launches, along with strong sales of mer merchandise. Now, uh, that's pretty important. Uh, for both of us, I think, because we were both big fans of the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. No. Well, I guess I'll, I'll just add, like, I, I know, like, a lot of people... <laughs> it's important to read <laughs> because yes. I feel like a lot of yes, people... Yes, go ahead. I know where you're like... going. You, you <laughs> yeah. rip them apart. <laughs> I know where you're going. Yeah, like I, I, was, I was seeing like on Twitter and stuff where people are saying like, oh, well, you know, Square not Enix only people, unfortunately, it, like, it's uh, it's uh, gaming 
outlets as a whole and gaming yeah, forums as well yeah. because yeah. uh the article that I'm reading right now, I think, is the only article that mentioned that Square Enix had a strong financial quarter and considers both of these titles as successful launches. It's important because when later it was announced that Square Enix had uh, was initially disappointed in Guardians of the Galaxy sales, Initially, emphasis on that word, people. Yeah. Uh, And that it later made up for it with, you know, subsequent uh, sales and and stuff. But what happened is that about 500 articles (laughs) popped up about Square Enix being disappointed in the sales. And, you know, as it happens, people seeing more publicity around that negative part of the report uh, is, I think, an interesting, uh, you know, uh, way to look at how the, the, the people process this information, don't you think? Yeah, um, especially because I've noticed... I mean, some of it's rightfully deserved, but, like, I think Square Enix is kind of, like, that gaming company people like, but they're kind of easy. I don't want to say, like... There's precedent, back, for sure, like, yeah, like you're saying. Yeah, I, I don't... Yeah, like, I don't want to make it, like, be like, oh, feel sorry for the multi-billion dollar company. That's not what this is, but it's more like people seem to, like, take things that happen with them and twist it into, like, a joke or, like... Oh, it's Square Enix being dumb again. Like, like especially yeah. like with this, I saw like um, a lot of people, you know, being like, "Oh, Square Enix, they're never satisfied." Like, two Raider yes. made like yeah. sold like ten million in units. I've seen a lot they're of disappointed. that comparison. Yeah, yeah, and it's like that was uh, like ten plus years ago. <laughs> like, let that go. And again, and they they specifically said like, "Hey, the initial sales." Or kind of like a disappointment, but they're ultimately satisfied where the game is now, and they continue, like, Guardians being on sale a lot, yeah. been helping them out with raising... Which um, is, I think, a good thing, because uh, I, I understand why it could have... It didn't have um, a strong start based on the marketing alone, which wasn't yeah, great. Uh, like, we can both agree that... It wasn't really representative of the final product. So, uh, what's good though is that after it released and because uh, it reviewed pretty decently, and people starting started playing it, and and the word started to spread that this game is actually pretty good. So, uh, that's also a positive, I think, that it was good enough to. Uh, get past these initial uh, initial roadblocks uh, after after release so it's credit really to to the game and the developers i think yeah like I, I think word of mouth has been like a huge yeah. friend to this game like a lot of people being like hey this is actually like great and i mean i think we talked about it in like a previous episode like i think them also winning you know um the game of the year award for best narrative I yes. think 
probably surprise people who haven't played it because it's like, wait a minute, like, this is good. Like, I'm sure people, like, initially thought, oh, they're just getting it because it's a Marvel game. And then people are like, no, like, it's getting the award because it's actually, like, really, really good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm glad they consider it a success, and I hope that means we'll get, like, a sequel. So. Yeah, that's really uh, why I was kind of, you know, miffed when seeing the... <laughs> Uh, quote unquote backlash um, about the game I mean, not not sim- doing well. It's it's similar to back when um I think last year like like summer or the fall where like the president of Square Enix came out and said like hey like we gave Avengers to the <laughs> wrong studio and he was like that was on us that's not the studio's fault but then everybody took it and just was like oh like. Crystal Dynamics is like getting, they're crapping on their own studio. Like, Chris, they don't, Scrinx doesn't deserve Crystal Dynamics. And it's like, yeah. It's, people I think weren't it's reading also, what he was actually saying. Yeah, I think it's also important to, to you know, uh, just uh, realize what the, who the, the president is talking to. He's talking to the investors, he's talking to mm-hmm. the people putting their, money on the table to you know demand results it's not just him going out and saying stuff like that just to you know um, throw a certain company under the bus or game uh, under the bus it's it's really just him trying to keep the co- keep the people that are giving him money uh, getting them to keep giving him more money that's really all it comes down to so you know context is important (laughs) yes it is other other than guardians of the galaxy uh near replicant was also mentioned there i'm happy about that i haven't played it yet i don't know about no yeah uh maybe soon another little game uh we know about <laughs> called uh, Final Fantasy XIV and Walker. Uh, I mean, we we kind of knew it was breaking records. It's it's nice to have a confirmation. Do you think? Um, I guess two questions. Yeah. I guess the first one is, I mean, obviously, near replicant. It kind of like. It's so off of the hype of Automata, and I'm curious how how long do you think that'll last? Because I, I feel like a lot of things around Nier are kind of based off like the hype of like oh Nier Automata was like so good and we love to be and yada 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 and I'm I'm kind of just curious of like when the there has to be like a new Nier game in the works and I'm kind of just curious of like I wonder if that game will like. Well, from Do what I understand, I'm I haven't played. Like I said, I haven't played it. And but mm-hmm. people that you know, um, when Automata released, there was a portion of the fan base that said it was good, but not as good as uh, older stories from Yokotaro, like uh, Near Replicant, for example. So, uh, um, you know, there is that portion of the fan base that that likes both and there's a portion that likes the old one so i'm not sure 
uh, I think this this it all it really depends on Yokotaro and what he's going to do because mm-hmm. uh, it'll last as long as he keeps being weird. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I'm just curious because I I remember like similar to what you just said of like hearing from like people who have played like Replicant and people are like Automata kind of just did stuff Replicant did. Yeah, like, plot-wise. yeah, that's what I understand. So, like, yes, yeah. Yeah, so but it was my first near game, so I didn't know any better personally. So that's yeah, why. and that's how I was. Like I had to play Replicant, so to me this was all new. And I think people who had played them were like, a lot of these story beats were in Replicant before, mm-hmm. and so I'm just kind of interesting. Like, well, is he gonna now that Automata is like a popular game? It's like, well. Is he gonna come up with something new, <laughs> or is the next near game gonna be like similar, and people are gonna start getting turned off? I don't know. I, I just always found that like well, interesting. So. Uh, well, something completely different. I'm basing this mm-hmm. opinion on is the fact that I've played the near raids in Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, and based on that, I can say that uh, Yoko Taro is really good at enhancing gameplay portions based on his storytelling that, that that's something he's very good at regardless mm-hmm. of um what i think how garbage the story is <laughs> in final fantasy 14 <laughs> when in that rate like disregarding that it's crazy how much his his ideas enhance the gameplay that's that's already pretty fun in 14 so uh he wasn't he wasn't able to pull something off like the ending of near automata for example in 14 because you know it's a multiplayer game he 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 did something on a smaller scale that i will not spoil but it it was okay uh but i really was impressed with how he handled um an mmo gameplay and put his own touch to it and it was it turned out pretty good so that's something i think he's pretty good at and uh he'll keep being good at and i'm really looking forward to play you know anything that he makes in the future i know he he's not perfect like he he make questionable choices but when it comes to that type of stuff he's pretty much unmatched in my opinion yeah, I've, I mean, I've obviously <laughs> haven't played the Rays myself, yeah. but I did, like, see somebody else playing them, and it did seem really fun. Like, it seemed, like, chaotic, but, like, in a near way. Yeah. Um, so I definitely can see, like, what you're talking about, even though I haven't played it myself. Mm. Uh, did you have a second question, or was this it? Um, the second question was about Endwalker, and it was more so... Do you feel like we'll get like some sixteen tie-ins into fourteen? Because I um, I, hope I, I feel not. like there's kind of you said you hope not. Mm, yeah. Not even like I'm not talking about like actual like lore. I meant like like you don't even want like how thirteen and fifteen had crossovers. Oh, you mean in fourteen? Yes. Oh no! Of course, yeah, yeah, no. I, I, yeah, you know, I, I like, thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, of 
course, I, I live for that stuff. I I thought you meant more like something, uh, that, like you said, like the lore, like some crazies uh, are thinking that, you know, it's the same world or something. I want nothing to do with that. So. Uh, no, like, I, I, yeah, no, I meant just because, like, I, I know there's people who, you know, for, there's a lot of 14 fans who aren't, like, actual fans. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say aren't Final Fantasy fans, but like they don't they don't play the single player games. They don't really want to, but because you know, like Yoshi P and like um is mm-hmm. on sixteen and a lot of people who um worked on fourteen are on that game, they're they wanna play sixteen. So I just felt like with sixteen, not sixteen, with fourteen being so huge, okay. like basically making all this money, it feels like it would be like a huge missed opportunity to not have some type of like crossover. It should, but the then release. again, I'm still waiting for my seven remake crossover. I think he talked about it and then never really released anything. I, I feel like the people involved are just so busy, and I think that's why it hasn't happened. Yeah, but like I want I it. I know, I know. I want. I, 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 I don't care. <laughs> I think the sixteen one would happen quicker, just because like they use the same assets. Own. They yeah, they, 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 the assets same graphics. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that too, and just I just also think like with Yoshi P being on both, it's probably like easier yeah, for to sure. coordinate. I, I don't know, but whereas like seven, I feel like they're doing they're doing mobile games. They're right. They're like Tifa and Arif have like a book, and they're doing all this <laughs> other stuff. So <laughs> like, like it's like they're doing all these things that yeah. has nothing to do with gameplay. Um, yeah. So it's like I, I definitely feel like it, it would definitely be fun to have like a, a remake read. I mean, yeah. who knows? Like, like to me, I, I think it's kind of like crazy. We we don't have like glamours for like female characters in the Final Fantasy series. Like I feel like that's like. A huge missed opportunity especially since like i know if um i guess this is a good time to like go in the merc i feel like i'm more of the merc person out of the two of us but like um since they mentioned in like the financial report like merc has been big for them you know like last year they announced um they were making like figures of like walmart era from like walmart tifa and all that and they've kind of been like pushing that more into like other games like the mobile games have had like um like alts of them like units of like their walmart dresses or like i think opera omnia you can like um you can buy like their dresses as like skins like outfits or whatever Mm -hmm. so i feel like why not like just put on the final fantasy 14 store like you can buy tifa and arab dresses like i know people have mods of them but it's like there's a lot of people who can't use mods or don't want to use mods. Yeah. Like, why not? Like, like I don't know. Scrying's weird. It's like there's like easy opportunity to milk fans. I'm not saying especially fans that it was mentioned. It. I think Yoshida mentioned that they they plan to do a crossover with Seven. That's why I'm kind of sad. Never happened. Maybe yeah. they're waiting for a, part two. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, you could do like a new bike as a mount. I don't know. It, <laughs> it just feels like there's easy opportunities not even for like a full-on event but just to have more things um but maybe that they just you know want to do it justice like the final fantasy 15 crossover was kind of more you know 
intricate than the usual crossovers. Oh uh, yeah. Want to go yeah. for something? But you could also give me like, let me buy Arab's dress if I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know. Please look forward the to the, the dress being added to the store. Yeah, please, please be excited. You know? yeah. But anyway, <laughs> but, but uh, I guess also just to um, as like the Merc person, because I, I do buy like Merc, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I would say like yeah, like that is something they seem to be like pushing a lot more. Over the year, especially again with the remake, like there's all these plushies and there's pens or, or I think it's patches, excuse me. Mm. And then they have like, you know, Final Fantasy jewelries and like watches. So like, it's definitely something that like, they've like created like a little market for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like I, I know um, Final, um, Final Fantasy 14 fans, I know, they especially <laughs> really love buying things, so I'm not really surprised. I I, mean, I know. I know. Like Can I know about that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. But Excuse me. I didn't know you're a Merc expert. I just just uh, <laughs> online, you know, stuff. I unfortunately in my country, it country, it's not really yeah. easy to import stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah, I have. Uh, the encyclopedia which a friend brought me when when she came over but that's that's pretty much all I have like, yeah. I will never find merchandise in my country here uh, for anything Final Fantasy related and I have to live with that fact unfortunately yeah yeah like we can I can buy stuff here yeah but like I don't think I would like I would have to buy it online or if I wanted to buy it in person it would have to be at like a con or something and even then like it's still like really expensive like I, I bought like a figure mm-hmm. it wasn't Final Fantasy it wasn't Square Enix related but just as an example the figure itself I bought it from a deputy service mm-hmm. and I bought it for like 20 something dollars yeah. And the cost to just ship it over here was like an extra twenty something dollars, jo- yeah. <laughs> and that was just like the cheapest option. I still haven't gotten it yet, and I bought it in December. So I, I <laughs> so, personally yeah. make up for it by buying everything digitally. Uh, anything yeah. digital, I you know I lap it up everything. That's why from- you have like that huge whale. I have the whale. Yeah, bo- both whales. <laughs> the 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 first whale and the eight. Uh, person mount whale I which I never <laughs> use but it's it's cool to have them yeah like, um, yeah like I don't know like I, I feel like with Merc it's like especially with Scranix Merc it's kind of like rolling a dice it's like well I hope the quality doesn't oh, suck yeah, like I, I, I did that. Um, yeah. yeah like I, I pre-ordered the Tifa Walmart dress I got like the statue mm-hmm. instead of the posable one so I'm hoping maybe the quality control for that one is a bit better. Mm-hmm. And the website I wanted, I wanted to get Arabs on. It was already sold out. So I'm probably gonna have to buy that one for full price. Cause mm-hmm. usually when you buy them from like third party stores, it's cheaper. Um, for some reason, I don't really know why. 
than like getting it directly from Square Enix, but unfortunately, I'm gonna have to give like Square Enix almost like two hundred dollars if I want Aaron's figure. Which, it hurts me. It hurts me a lot. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, figure. Yeah, a piece of plastic to fill my soul. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> God. This got no. real. <laughs> My God. Because <laughs> like, honestly, like that's. <laughs> I with the with the digital stuff that I buy, I can't even feel that. You know, I have to touch my screen or something. Feel that way. God. <laughs> no. Because it's like, I don't know. I guess that's how you just justify it. I, I don't know. It's like sometimes I buy You don't, you don't really have to justify it. You, you just, you know. No, I'm joking. You <laughs> get whatever makes you, you know, feels any sort of, I'm not going to say happiness, any sort of positive thought or, yeah. you know, dopamine <laughs> shot. You treat yourself. Copium. Copium. <laughs> yeah. With my Tifa figure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But, but anyway. But yeah, we I we were going to continue talking about 14 because mm -hmm. uh I mean there isn't much news here. Uh well, not much mm -hmm. we can discuss extensively anyway, but I just thought we could mention quit mention it quickly. Uh because Final Fantasy 14 recently held a live letter where Yoshida talked about the future of the game. And by future, I mean the next 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> so briefly, uh, a lot of the things were mentioned uh, there, but uh, a lot of things were mentioned there, but I'll just list the most important ones. Uh, Graphical update. We we mentioned that during the last podcast, I think, and uh, I told you it was coming, and there it is. It's mm -hmm. it's planned for seven point zero, and will expand gradually after that. Uh, did you get the chance to check the before after pictures or how the game is going to look like? Yes, I mean, I, I saw, like, the actual screenshots from the live letter, but then I've also seen, like, the memes. So, <laughs> yes. So, so um, but yeah, I mean, um, it looks good. Like, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see um, how that will, like, look, like, actually experiencing it. Yeah, because they've, like, they've shown examples, uh, but, you know... Uh, for each upgrade, they showed it, you know, separately. So I'm kind of looking forward to see everything at once because they didn't show, for example, the the updated character models uh, with the backgrounds and the, the environments that will also be upgraded with the lighting, lightning, lightning, more exactly. importantly, uh, <laughs> that's going to be, you know, also getting an upgrade. Uh, so it's good. I, I'm personally satisfied with uh, how it's going to look like. I'm just worried. Mm -hmm. Well, not worried. I have time. I have I have to upgrade my PC until then. Yeah. So that's what I've been seeing people being like, "Oh, this looks great," and then they're like, "Wait a minute, that means I have to like upgrade my PC." And, and you know, for yeah. me, 
I wanted to eventually like get a PC, like a dedicated PC. Yeah. For, like, well, you have you play. have like two years, so that's yeah. And so, well, yeah, yeah that's what I was like gonna go into. Where I'm like, well, now like that kind of it, it basically seems better to wait anyway. Yeah. Um, just because of this, and then um, yeah. So like that's kind of good news for me. And then um, I'm kind of one of those players. Like I feel like there's 14 players in like categories. Like there's people who kind of play casually. There's role players, there's raiders, there's crafters, yada yada, and I feel mm-hmm. like there's like the fashion people. Yes. <laughs> and I think I'm like, I'm into the fashion uh, stuff. That's, that's so fine. like, it'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, like, that, uh, that's that's not, an that's upgrade just thing. for you. Yes. Exactly. So I feel like for, for like us shallow people oh, no. <laughs> like, who, want, no. who want like our warriors of light to be like beautiful and want to take like the best pictures. Like I feel like this update is for us, cause like I, cause I, I feel like the actually the uh, the lighting mm. excited me more than like the actual graphic yes. updates for because the characters. They're upgrading the the textures for sure, but yeah. it, that wouldn't amount to anything without uh, the lighting. Lighting that's also in you know the, how it affects the textures, de- textures mm-hmm. and shaders. You know that's that's the most important upgrade i think i agree yeah like i i find that to be the most exciting part because i think that's like the one thing that's currently lacking was 14 as it is now yeah and um, and you know empty environments which also will be upgraded because they will be able to have more uh objects uh in a certain environment they've shown i think one example it was like the difference was night and day honestly so i'm looking forward like i said to see everything uh put together with the character models lightning uh the textures and more objects it's i think it's uh i'm i'm excited that's for sure yeah like i'm excited because i mean the goal is for me to like find out. The goal is my personal goal is to finally like get, get all the way through and Walker yeah. by the end of this year. So it'll be like nice to like talk be able about to go it. Like, Spoiler cast, for example. Yes, we will. And <laughs> but it'll also be nice to like experience 7.0 with everybody else. That because be cool. it seems like 7.0 is like kind of the reset in a way, like. Like yeah. story wise, I don't. I mean, I, I kind of know some Endwalker spoilers, but I don't really know the full context. Well, so like, I'm yeah. not spoiling anything. It's there, it's actually going to be set up uh, starting 6.1. So, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how it since it's you know unprecedented. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually, 6.1 the, the point one patch continues. Uh, the expansion it's not the case this mm-hmm. time so we're not sure if it's it's going to be a separate story from now until 7.0 or if it's just going to take all the patch cycle just to set up the story it's still a question mark for us but i'm looking forward to find out yeah that's exciting so yeah. I, I, it'll be nice to like be able to like go into it because I, I feel like I don't know. I don't think I've had that feeling of like being in the same place as everybody else with Final Fantasy XIV since like 
and not and walker um a railway board when it first came out <laughs> like when everybody was new mm-hmm. <laughs> so um but yeah i'll, I'll definitely get there well and it's exciting times it's exciting yes times. and my next point will actually help uh, because they've also discussed <laughs> in that love letter uh I know you you found this interesting when you heard about it. They are going to slowly turn every dungeon in the game into a solo experience by the means of the trust system. And that starting from the next patch, which is pretty soon. Mm -hmm. And uh, that will, you know, I'm, I'm hoping you will get past all this before it's you know because it's something that will start next patch but will not be fully finalized until uh seven point uh you know i think yeah i think by the time like because i mean at this point like i'm you'll be i've already passed yeah like i've already passed yeah i thought about that after saying this that i'm hoping (laughs) you you'll be done with that portion of the game uh, before they finish because next patch is in April and that's only going to add the Realm Reborn uh, dungeon, not even the dungeon from the patch series of 2.0 that will come only in August. So there's, you know, it's going to take some time. Because, from my understanding, trusts are introduced in Shadowbringers, right? Yeah, so basically they have to work on implementing that feature from a Realm Reborn to the end of Stormblood, which they will do uh, during this uh, patch cycle, starting from mm-hmm. 6.1 until 6.4 and 5. Yeah, so I, I feel like by the time like they would get to like the stuff I'm at on, I'll You'd probably ideally yeah, like hopefully. I would already be past it. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> but I know there's a lot of people like I like I have friends who play um who are like deep into like fourteen mm-hmm. who like um they do like the new game plus or like they make alts. So I feel like for those people who might they're just yeah. interested in like re-experiencing the story i would be or... interested in replaying the game i've i never replayed the game uh mm-hmm. i'd be interested in in doing that doing that after the graphical update because it would be mm-hmm. like looking at the game from a whole new perspective i new think perspective. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i think also like for me like i guess like from my understanding of trust and you could correct me if I'm wrong, but usually you're picking characters who are like relevant and whatever's happening in that story yeah. for an expansion, correct? And, and yeah. so for me, I like, um, oh no, you go ahead before I continue. Yeah, well, I was going to say that they they mentioned what they were going to do with the, with the trusts uh, in that they are going to try to, uh, make the the party members you're going with in the dungeon relevant to the story where oh where you at in the story okay yeah and like for me i think that's cool because i i think like i'm i'm not playing 
like I, I don't know like running with dungeons with random people it's like for me it's sometimes it's hard to like get a sense of what's going on unless you tell people you're new and maybe they'll like slow down so I feel like for me like being able to like go through these dungeons and have like oh like Bankrate or like whoever like with me mm-hmm. like would really like invoke like that I don't want to say it's typical single player Final Fantasy, but it would make it feel more like, oh, we're actually a party of people who are like fighting together and stuff like that. Unless, yeah. oh, you're just telling me what to do and I just go fight stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of that's how it kind of like feels like sometimes. Yeah, it's 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 a fun way to you know if you don't like playing with other people, still experience the content that's in the game and the mm-hmm. mechanics uh, because you can just uh, follow what the your trusts are doing and it's still enjoyable mm-hmm. so like how does that like work because that's you know i haven't done it so like mm-hmm. let's say i don't know you're the tank or like a healer like if i'm playing as a tank are they programmed to just like follow wherever i go they follow follow you wherever you go regardless even if you're not the tank you're the one who sets the pace so basically even if you're the healer you have to run into the the mobs uh, in order for them to you know start attacking you and then uh the chosen tank to take over you you have enough time yeah like they the mobs aren't going to kill you straight away yeah. so yeah, yeah it yeah, still yeah. it still works okay. okay that's interesting yeah okay. uh other than that and it's related to the previous point we just discussed uh, Yoshida also talked about how he and the team are very frustrated that a sizable portion of the fan base is reluctant to try 14 uh, because of it, this online nature, like you, you just said, which is like understandable. Uh, but uh, I feel like with the way he worded that part of the live letter it feels like uh since you know the whole live letter is like a road 10 year uh, roadmap for what's going to happen mm-hmm. with 14 i feel like they're slowly turning uh the game to be not you know played offline but played online while at the same time be let the player enjoy it without having to interact with other people so it's they they did mention that it they were going only going to cover the dungeons uh not the trials so that won't be possible from now until 7.0 but i'm thinking that there's a chance that after that they will work to make everything be a solo experience and maybe remove Mm -hmm. uh other player for the people that want it in the long run what do you think well yeah that's what i was thinking because i was like before you even mentioned it i was kind of thinking in my head of like it feels like they're like it and i think i said this on a previous podcast of like it feels like they're going out of their way to make this to invoke the feeling of a single player yeah. final fantasy 
if you want that, both in terms of gameplay and the story, in terms of like, like I watch you play the stream. Yeah. And like the twins were like following you, like an eight and stuff. Um, so that doesn't surprise me. I think it's cool. Um, I think the only thing, I guess, what I would slightly worry about is, you know, like with somebody who's played with nothing but trust and they jump in into like an eight trial dungeon or not dungeon, but the tri- trial thing. Yeah. And like they might not feel maybe they're not they're not used to playing with other people and like you know how people online can be sometimes i i guess i just kind of worry of like maybe people find themselves i get in like it a, i get that weird situation uh, the good thing the good rude. thing about the trials is that it's you can go uh it goes usually pretty fast like you're True. done yeah. with pretty much any trial unless something goes terribly wrong uh you know you're done with the trial in like five minutes is the trials stuff considered like like prey like the ones that can't be like skipped oh yeah here's the thing uh praetorium you mean Uh praetorium is an eight main uh, eight man dungeon and it's going to be turned into a four man dungeon that can be played uh with your trusts starting from 6.1 that's a very great idea and even (laughs) (laughs) yeah and even (laughs) ultima which is you know right after Mm -hmm. praetorium is also going to be done with trusts i think that's what they said yeah that's a that's that's a very great idea i mean because i i know for um the last two dungeons in the realm reborn it's a pretty terrible experience for new players yeah Yeah, like I I did it on my own, and I remember like we started, and everybody just started running, same, and I'm same. like, oh, I'm going. That was before they <laughs> they I, fixed it, and they, you know, made fixed it quote unquote because that wasn't a great fix. Uh, they yeah. they've made it so you cannot skip the cutscenes, and, and you know. well, this was even this was like this year because I I think I played this like on New Year's Day and like. You know, everybody waits, but as soon as the cutscene no, is no, over, I, like you, you cannot. You, it, it's older than that, but people, I think, found a workaround. That's why people oh. still did it. They they logged out, quit the game, or something that skipped oh, the cutscenes. Okay. You know, cheaters. Because I, I mean, I, I think these people waited, but I think it's more of like they wait. Every, they know, every, okay, everybody's done, and everybody just takes off and runs past the monsters, where I'm used to, like, in regular dungeons, usually, like, you have those tanks who speed through everything, but usually, like, they'll grab, like, mobs bit by bit. Mm-hmm. This was just, like, everybody, they're just running through, and then I died. <laughs> Thankfully, somebody, the other healer resurrected me, and, like, they knew I was new, so everybody was, like, nice about it and stuff, but, like, it was, like, I, I just had no sense of what was actually happening mm-hmm. in, like, the dungeon. And then the same with, like, the final one, like, the... I think the fight when you... I guess you are fighting Ultima weapon or whatever. Yeah. Like, I didn't really understand... Like, I, I, and I think that's, like, a problem with, like, fifth, not 15, 14 as a whole. Where, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I don't understand how you're supposed to, like get them into mechanics on your first time and i know the point is you're not supposed to get them on your first time but it's like mm. 
you still have that inherent pressure well, to get it when you're playing with other people who aren't new. They got. So they, I, I don't know. Yeah, they. You'll notice this when the more you play, as you get mm-hmm. into Stormblood and further, that they got better at you know t- getting certain cues to mm-hmm. be. Uh, you, making the player learn certain cues so that they can use it in in different fights. You'll still die to some, you know, new mechanic mechanic that you didn't figure out. But that's like part of the fun, and yeah. usually it's fun because you do it, uh, and the content just released, and everybody is still trying, you know, to figure things out, or you're doing it with with friends but i i get what why it would be you know uh frustrating to do this after you know everybody knows the content but you don't and you're going through it yeah, yeah. that they're fixing it so you know, that's, yeah that, that's cool because that's not something they have to do um and i mean as far as i know they haven't raised like the price of like subscriptions right no but uh yeah no uh but they they did mention in the live letter that the patch cycle will take a little bit more time uh from now on you know it will take four months instead of uh Mm -hmm. three and a half which is like Mm -hmm. two just two weeks that's that's not uh, but but they also did say that they've uh hired a lot of people so the, the team the final fantasy 14 team grew quite a lot uh, of course they they have more budget now than when they started which makes sense seeing mm-hmm. how successful the game has been mm-hmm. that makes sense. yes okay. I, <laughs> I think that's it uh right. are you going to be playing anything this weekend i know you're you're planning on playing 14 that's what you told me but any anything else well yeah like hopefully um because my biggest priority right now is i've been playing horizon zero dawn mm-hmm. um how's so that I've been like um i like it like i, I feel like um like ally like I, I know there was like always heard like the complaints of like she talks too much and like i don't really see that like, to me, I just think she's kind of, she's a very boring character. That's um, that's it. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I that's what. It's not necessarily uh, a gripe I have with the game that she talks too much. It's just that what she has to say is not is that interesting. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I feel like everything around her, like what's happening around her, is more interesting than the character yeah. herself. And then I, I feel like, like I was talking about this with some other people about how, like, she never, like, for her to be, like, this kind of, like, kid who, like, grew up isolated from everybody else, like, I feel like her, like, being, I guess, slight spoilers for Horizon Zero Dawn, um, I mean, it's not huge, like, it's an open world, like, you gotta, you're gonna have to explore, but, like, when she eventually leaves her home, and like it's granted permission to leave you have like this huge open world to explore i never get like this sense of wonder from her like she's written to be like Mm -hmm. kind of almost unfazed by like everything 
Yeah, never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like I feel like the way she interacts with other people, it kind of feels like she's like I don't know, she's just kind of written to be like the standard strong female character type or like she's better, she's more competent and smarter than everybody else. She's yeah. unfazed by any everything. And so it just doesn't make like any interactions with her like entertaining in any mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Um so I, I think like that is probably the biggest flaw of the game to me. It's like with her, everything else is fine. Like um I'm learning, you know, how to like like I've bought more weapons and stuff and so like understanding like the weapon types and like how you use them, what what machines are effective against. I've been mm-hmm. like enjoying fighting robots more. Um, like you, you like utilizing like oh like I need to use like electricity bombs for like the stalkers so that kind of like stuns them and things like that. Um, like figuring those type of things out is cool. Um, and then yeah, so right now I'm kind of just going through like the open world stuff. Like I think I'm like I don't know where I am story wise. Mm-hmm. But I know, like, on the game completion menu, it says I'm, like, 55% or something, like, 55 or 57% okay. through the game, like, in terms of completion, because so, I've been doing, like, open world stuff. So, I guess I've been doing a lot. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, like, I'll probably, like, try to play 14 if I have some time and do okay. personal stuff. But what about you? <laughs> I... Uh, well, I think I'm. I will be playing fourteen through, uh, you know, <laughs> with you or even you know on my on my main. I I have some stuff to do. I will. I'm well, trying to. Sorry. Well, I was gonna ask a quick question. If you yeah. play today, and you just you just want to like jump through like the primals, just kill them for me. Is yeah. What we're gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> just right, cool. slaughter them. Do you want to do that like right after the podcast? <laughs> like, I, yeah, like, that's what do you want to do for sure. Okay, cool. right. Always up. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, that's what I'm going to be playing. Fourteen <laughs> in five minutes from now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I ha- still haven't finished um, Outdoor Wilds. The DLC I didn't get to play. Uh, yeah, yeah, play yeah, it much, but that. it's still very good. It's scary as fuck sometimes, which uh, is okay. Okay, wait. Yeah. So there's Outer Wilds, <laughs> and then what's the other one that sounds just like it? That's confusing. The uh, outer the worlds, Outer right? Worlds. That's the okay. other one. It's the first person shooting game. So is the one you're playing? Is that the one where there's like a world or something like fish and it's like really weird and creepy? Yes, that's the first one. And, you know, that was like the the scariest part of (laughs) of the first. It's 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 freaky as hell to go through that part. Uh, I'm I'm not going to spoil it. It's it's something (laughs) that I want. You know, I'm hoping as many. Yes, Uh, it's Mm -hmm. a very suspenseful part especially if you don't know what to do when you learn what to do it gets easier but it that was the the only you know scary part of the first game mm-hmm. but this one it's like the the for the dlc that is 
they you're like in the in the dark for most of the portion that I'm in right now and you you have no idea what's coming at you and you, when you see it coming it's you know it's it's I feel like they they they've taken that portion of the first game and so that people freaked out when they played it and they just you know expanded it and made it like something that's re recurrent and it's freaking me out I'm loving it it's just it's it's for me it's more scary than let's say any resident evil game that i've played uh, recently because uh the tension is is like unmatched but it's 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 super fun yeah so what genre is this game it's like i said it's very hard to you know say what this game is about without spoiling it and it's hard to say what genre it is because it's never been done before it's pretty unique mm. and uh, i guess you could describe it as an adventure slash mystery game where you have to find clues to you know be able to progress in the story and not there's not really a story it's more like lore that you uncover which is still pretty good storytelling and better story storytelling than a lot of games that have the stories you know it's uh, it's pretty unique i really uh, hope you get to play it someday uh it's mm, it's uh, i know it was on game pass i can't remember if i downloaded it or not i think i did but i know i haven't like actually played it you know what it's about in the first 22 minutes of playing it and okay. if one day you start playing you'll you'll understand why i use that number <laughs> all right okay that's suspenseful yeah and i guess uh that's it for us everyone um we're done for today thanks a lot for joining us for um this podcast as my first as a main host it's been as usual super fun and thanks for being with me chastity see you all next time bye, bye.